your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. Hey, all right. Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Not Mike Hayes anymore. Back to Rick Solom. Back from a week off. Uh, not a not a relaxing week off. Not eh, a little half and half, but uh, did have some housing issues to take care of and some family issues to take care of. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Anytime you don't have to go to work, right? That's pretty nice. Uh, let's, we'll see what kind of rabbit holes we can get into today. I don't have any guests coming on, so feel free to call me and update me on everything that happened in the past week. 608-785-7914. Oh, there it is. Uh, the muscle memory that uh, that is uh, the phone number here if you want to call or text in. Uh, number three to call me before the show just to give me an update on all his... Uh, Number three, he's got his, his ear to the sidewalk. I don't know. <laughs> he was giving me some inside scoops on some things that, that may or may not be happening in lacrosse. Not that I can bring him up because I have no idea. I mean, number three could be full of fake news, right? Uh, but he called earlier in the show and, and you know, welcomed me back. Uh, you can all do that, too, if you want. <laughs> but uh, just one of the things that I I did over the week was... And I have been talking with a, I guess you call him a contractor, a construction guy, somebody that fixes houses, right? Uh, my my bathroom is is a, a little soggy. <laughs> the the bathroom shower is a little soggy. It's a tile floor. Or it was. It's no longer a tile floor. Now it's just a piece of wood, and uh, soggy wood at that. So it's real fun to to work on. But that that was one of the projects over the week. Just taking all that apart. The 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 guy that's going to hopefully work on it. He hasn't even come around yet because I think once spring starts, right, all you contractor builder guys uh, get pretty busy. And then it's you don't want to deny any work because that's money that you're losing. Uh, but you also don't have any time to do all the work. So I feel like that's where I'm at. So I'm he's, he's telling me how to take a lot of this stuff apart, which is easy, right? You just pull out the tile and find the wood is the wood wet if it's not if, if it is keep going pull out more tile so it's super fun but i i don't have anyone uh with any expertise in there going okay looks pretty bad keep going or looks okay i can send the guy pictures but uh it's, it's a little it's, it's a little nerve-wracking i would say um but yeah and also i have no idea what it's going to cost and I'm tearing my bathroom apart, and it's been apart for a couple of weeks now, but it's really apart now. And you're like, okay, what's the timetable and the cost on all this stuff? Anybody? Anybody? And I've I've sent out some emails. You just kind of Google. So anyone that knows a contractor that does some work in interior housing, flooring, anything like that, 608-785-7914. But this is the thing. I So I Google a couple of these places, and, and I'm like, you know, I have no idea. So I'm reading Google reviews to make sure these people are credible and and do decent work. And I don't know how Google reviews work. If someone puts a bad review on your on your site, you delete it. Do you make a new site and just start? We'll start fresh because people are giving me bad reviews. So it's you can't even you kind of wonder about trusting the reviews even. Uh, but I sent out a couple of emails to contractors in the area and no replies. <laughs> like not even a hey, we're too busy. Sorry. Just nothing. 
And part of me thinks like, ah, these are like construction men that don't use the computer a lot, right? So maybe they don't even see these emails and I should call the numbers. Uh, and the other part of me is like, maybe they're too busy or they see, uh, they, they read what my dilemma is and they're like, mm, no thanks, don't want to do that. Uh, so that was my week, part of it anyway. The rest of it was catching up on sleep, which I don't think is actually possible, but I did do a lot of that. And now it's getting nice out. So, uh, of course, it's starting. Although today was supposed to be real nice out, and it didn't. It doesn't really. It's not awful out, but it doesn't seem all that nice out. I kind of wonder what the weather is going to be right like the rest of the week. Uh, but I'm getting into volleyball season, so I, uh, a I'm not in shape to play volleyball. B the weather looks awful uh, as we come up to uh, when my volleyball season starts. But uh, a couple of other things that happened today. Um, we, we did have this three-tier team of doctors come on and just denounce Senator Ron Johnson, uh, Dr. Bob Friedland, an ophthalmologist in La Crosse, Dr. Mark Newman, who's a retired pediatric critical care provider in La Crosse, uh, and I believe on the city council now, and the guy that ran against Ron Kind in the Congress, and then Dr. Ann Helms, who's a neurologist in Milwaukee, they all had a little Zoom meeting today to denounce uh, Senator Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson for for just saying, you know, what do you guys care about people who your neighbors are essentially your neighbors getting the vaccine or not? If you're vaccinated, what do you care about everyone else? But it's kind of the whole deal with this thing is everyone else. <laughs> so um, Ron Johnson not not towing the line on. Uh, on being vaccinated, not not really just saying, hey, it'd be a good idea if everyone gets vaccinated. Like, you can't just say that. Got to, is, is he just being contrarian because that's the way to get votes? We don't even know if he's running, right? So at this point, you know, you got to respect the guy. If he doesn't run, he can say whatever he wants. But also then he's not running, so he doesn't care what he says. I don't it's hard to gauge what Ron Johnson's actually thinking ever, I think. Um, and he's still, uh, it looks like, you know, uh, still up in the air on whether or not he's going to run for Senate again. And we're, you know, kind of a ways out from even thinking about that at this point. Seems, what did we say before vacation when, when I was on Trigoski, the UW lacrosse political science professor, I believe it was 380 days out from the election. So it's got to be a couple weeks under that now. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's put it off. Let's, let's, Let's put off trying to, to decide who's going to and who's not going to run and, and just talking about elections. Let's, do, let's put that off for a while. Um, Brad's got to do the news. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back after this. I'm with him. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. I do see a text here from this morning with uh, the end of Hayes' show. And if you if you listen on Monday mornings at about eight fifty, I think uh, you can hear me and Democratic Party, uh, Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair William Garcia, a snippet from our podcast that we started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's probably I think we're at episode four. If you want to check it out, uh, wisdomnews.com, click podcasts or pull down menu podcasts, and it's right there at Democratic Voice. Or search if you're downloading podcasts. Search the Democratic Voice and look for William Garcia's beautiful mugshot. And even if you don't want to listen, just download it. 
just download it so that we can say we got another download. Um, but yeah, we, we talked, uh, so far we, we did two episodes on governor Evers budget, which were pretty informative. Then we did one on, on guns uh, last, last week. And then this Monday today, today's Monday, I put it up yet, uh, yesterday so i was doing all the work yesterday so i'm thinking coming up uh but monday yeah we did today we did gerrymandering uh which uh it was funny to learn it was interesting to learn some things i actually did learn some things talking to william about uh just ron kind's district here uh the congressional the third congressional district and then um the word gerrymandering itself is supposedly originally supposed to be called gerrymandering because some guy named Gary, I don't remember exactly. It's one of the first things we hit, hit on there. Um, but then um, in, in talking about Ron Kine's district and this gerrymandering issue, which she's going to get um, more heated, I think, as we, as we continue. And I know Trigoski on Friday, at one of these Fridays, I think we'll do a we'll do a snippet of a show on gerrymandering. I'm going to call it gerrymandering. Um, but but Ron Kine's district. So I always thought, okay, Ron Kine's been in office for what twenty some years in this district, holding this congressional seat. And in my head, I always thought, well, and and he, nobody even ran against him two elections ago, which in hindsight seems a little crazy, and especially in, in some of the stuff that you learn. If you listen to Garcia kind of break down these districts, these congressional districts, but um, the so the I've always called Ron Kine's district, our third congressional district here, the bicep, because and and it's not quite the bicep, but if anyone who watches uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia might laugh at the idea of the bicep. Uh, <laughs> inside joke for anyone that watches that show, but. I call it the bicep district because it, it's it's centered in La Crosse, and then it goes up and grabs. Eau Claire, UW Eau Claire. Essentially, it just goes and then it's, it heads down and grabs UW Stout, and it reaches over in like a hand and a bicep, and it reaches over and grabs Stevens Point or UW Stevens Point. And in between that, obviously, is all rural area, but it goes and grabs all these cities, right? And college towns, essentially, if you want to just put it that way, if you want to just be blunt about it. And I always thought, well, that's why Kind lives like owns this district, right? Because it goes and grabs all these college towns. And in talking to Garcia, well, actually, Ron Kine's district is the most contested of all the congressional districts. And maybe it's a little amazing that he retains the district, but he's got to play it down the middle a little bit. And I've had Kind on here on the show quite a few times, and we he's he's down the middle more than I am. And stuff like universal health care, stuff like that, he's not into. And like, I'm just like, well, can we get on your congressional health care plan then, Ron? Uh, I've never asked him that, but I always want to. I just, I don't, I never know where to draw the line on, on stuff like that. Just like very basic, like, okay, that's not going to happen. But also, like, couldn't it? Um, but he, uh, he is, he has the most contested district of these con- congressional districts. All the rest of them are, are, are races that aren't even, they're not even close. And that was I was I was interested. That was interesting to me because I just always assumed Ron Kine's been here a long time, and two two elections ago, and literally nobody ran against him. Like, why wouldn't anyone run against him? He's too untouchable. And then what I learned after the fact is that this is a highly contested, the most highly contested congressional district in Wisconsin, and it takes someone that's going to play both both 
uh, sides of the aisle, play the field, uh, you know, appease uh, Democrats and, and Republicans to an extent. But also, like, and then you just, in the if you just look at the district too, or just look at all the districts, if you look at the map of the congressional districts in Wisconsin, it's just really goofy looking. And it's probably a little bit more complicated than we, we all understand because when they're when they're hiring you know firms to to draw these lines and to figure out you know who lives where and what side of the aisle do these people live and how can we draw these lines you know in, in our favor essentially because one only only the party that's that wins the last election gets to draw the lines right it's just silly but uh yeah Kynes district is is the most contested and it just it goes and grabs it grabs all these sco- these uh, UW schools. So when you when you think you live here and you you know side with Republicans and Ron Kind has held this district for a long time, but also if the district was just normal, it wouldn't go grab Stevens Point, UW Stout, UW Eau Claire, and and live in UW La Crosse as kind of the center. That's goofy. Like why does it do that? You know. But it's gotta you gotta you gotta get enough population too. So there's it may it might be a little bit more complicated. But also, it just seems a little silly, especially when you're just going to grab Stevens Point. Like, ah, we're just going to reach over. Why not just go straight down the bottom, you know, third of Wisconsin and, and just grab some of Madison or something like that? And then, like, let the middle of the state have its own? I don't know. I'm not a map drawer. But we we don't need to. <laughs> the idea that we pay these firms to, to secretly do this stuff is kind of funny, too. Uh, caller, who's this? Hello. You're on the air. No? Okay. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Good first call back from vacation. 608-785-7914 if you want to actually call and, and get in here. Um, I, I was listening to a podcast, too, the other day. I'm just going to completely go off the wall here. But uh, the the idea, because this actually affected me last night and uh, actually a couple the last couple of nights. But the uh, the most important meal of the day and and everyone always right the first thing ever always comes to mind is is breakfast right and breakfast not the most important meal of the day for me don't actually ever eat breakfast I might drink some chocolate milk actually I think that's my my go to is just to have something in my stomach but uh, the idea that breakfast is the most important meal of the day is completely bonkers to me because. I feel like breakfast the most important meal that could ruin your day, right? Like if I ate a traditional breakfast, like anyone else would, uh, bacon, eggs, pancakes, any of that stuff, I can feel like if you're doing that, that's a good Saturday. I'm not going to do anything for the next couple hours breakfast, right? But if you do, you get up for, for some reason you have an hour or two before work to decide to, to make this gigantic breakfast. And then you try to go to the office and do some work after eating a bunch of pancakes or something. I just don't. I don't. I don't think it's uh, feasible. Breakfast being the most important meal of the day. All right, we're gonna. We got maybe this person is calling back now. We'll see. All right, caller, you're back. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Who's this? This is Sally. Hey, Sally, you're on the air. Go ahead. I think I think everybody has a choice. If you do not want to get the shot, you should not get the shot. If you want to get it, go for it. But everybody has that choice, at least while we're still a free country. Yeah, definitely. I I, I think that's where we're at. The- I mean, you do what 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 is in the shot? I have heard pros and cons 
from doctors, various doctors, that tell me not to get the shot. And then I hear another uh, remark from another doctor that, oh, sure, get the shot. Well, I'd like to know just exactly what is in it. It's a biochemical shot. All right. It's, made, it's a bio shot, they call it. And I would like to know everything that's in it. Do you use lotion, Sally? Do you use lotion? Pardon me? Do you use lotion or shampoo or anything like that? Uh, yes, I do. Do you but look I'm at... I'm very cautious as to what I buy. <laughs> right. Do you look at all the ingredients? I try and... not to buy any products that are made in China, especially dog food. I have a dog. Right. And I don't want her to get sick. Right, but but the idea so that I'm very cautious as to products that I do buy, and I read everything that's on them. Yeah, I, I, and I think Ron Johnson is a very nice fellow. I send him emails quite often. Right, but why would Ron Johnson and come I, out? Come out. One kind I would never send an email to because he's one of Nancy Pelosi's little flunkies who will vote the way she wants him to vote. All right. Well, we're getting out of we're getting out of control here. Um, the idea that you won't email your congressman because he's uh, a flunky for Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, uh, James, is this James? James, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, go ahead. You're on the air, man. Yeah, I just wanted to ask a question. I was listening to your uh, podcast. I don't. What, what's going on in the background here? It's like somebody's hollering. I don't know. That's is that on you? I feel like that might be on you. It's like there's a it's a, it's like there it's like there's another uh, person. Well, anyways, this morning I was listening to that snippet of the podcast about uh, gerrymandering, <laughs> and you can even a very clear example of what a extremist uh, Republican might be. You know, who thinks that the election was rigged, and I I was just wondering why you didn't give us an example of what an extremist. A uh, liberal person or a democratic person would be just so that the listening it, yeah, people you, had some sort of a balance. So what you heard this I, morning, I, I what you heard this morning was a snippet of that podcast. So you just got like five. Right, I you, think you got seven, eight minutes, and I just grabbed I I grabbed seven, eight minutes that I thought were interesting. But if you want to listen to the whole thing, I think we go into the idea that I I want to say Maryland I think Maryland's pretty gerrymandered for Democrats I want to say Illinois might be as well well I, was, well I wasn't even thinking of a state it's that you were using examples of the kind of uh, thinking that a politician might have for example that their election was rigged for a extremist Republican and I was wondering well what kind of an example would you use uh, the thought process of a of a democratic politician that might be an extremist to that party, guys. It just would help me have more clarity if I had both sides. Well, you're saying an election is rigged. I'm saying that the lines are drawn by one party. So, well, I'm well, not even no, saying not, that. Is that's what's no, happening? I'm not saying the election's rigged. I'm saying that you were explaining why the why the gerrymandering could be a a, a problem with extremist people on either side of the aisle, and you gave an example of what a. a, a Republican or a conservative extremist thinking might be, but you did not give one of what a Democrat or liberal extremist might be, and I just felt like that would be a nice thing to share with the public because right. it's not it's so, not educating us on both sides. That's all right, all so you, you, it wasn't about one specific state or anything like that. Right, but I'm saying so, Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I get you. I'm, but I'm saying Wisconsin is gerrymandered toward Republicans, 
and Maryland is gerrymandered towards Democrats, and they they're blunt about it. They 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 brag about it. So, uh, but you only heard so you only heard seven or example of the thinking about. So, what would be the example of a thinking process of a uh, extremist? Uh, Democrat. That's all I'm asking. I, well, I thought maybe you would say that this morning, and I was surprised you didn't. Well, it's the same. It's the same idea. Is they're drawing the lines to to get just enough people to to win their that that side of the election. I mean, they all know where everyone you know mostly leans in these areas in the areas throughout their state. So, uh, but well, I know, but I, I you're st- you're still not answering my question. Was could you give me an example of extremist thinking in a uh, Democratic or liberally minded politician. I, that's what I was asking. And you want a certain person. Like you want one person. Well, well, no, no. You didn't name a certain person. You named a certain thought process. Like, for example, they think that they 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 think that the, uh, uh, the election was rigged. Okay, on the on the Republican slash conservative side. And I was just I was just hoping for an example of what. What, what's that from the other side? All right, I gotta, I gotta take a break here. Um, not quite. Still, I mean, you said it a hundred times, but I'm not. One, one, one idea is not conducive to the other. So, a, a group thinking an election is rigged has nothing to do with uh, a, a, a group drawing legislative districts. So, I mean, they could be the same group, but uh, one doesn't, one doesn't have to. One doesn't relate to the other. Anyway, uh, tangent there, but I appreciate the call. All right, we got to take a break. Let's see here. Scott's comments coming up. Brad doing the news again. We'll be back. Joella sent me a, a text with a, a tool that lets you draw your district lines. And I'm, I'm, I'm one-eighth of the way into the congressional district. I just have the bottom corner of, of uh, Wisconsin drawn so far. So there's eight. It looks like you go, if you go, it's district and then the letter R dot O-R-G. District and then the letter R. So district R dot org. I think that's right. I better do it on my own. District R dot O-R-G. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, just kind of cycle through there. Uh, I'm doing it on a desktop. It's probably a little easier than doing it on a laptop. I've got lacrosse done here and I get and then I'm gonna do I'm just gonna try to do it very just basic just very box you know if it's eight congressional districts uh, I'm gonna try to do as, as close to eight boxes as I can and uh, and I think it just goes by counties so you couldn't divide a county which I think is done quite often where they just divide uh, you know right down the middle of a street <laughs> right to, you know one side of the street is one district which might actually happen on a county line too as well I just uh, whoa, so the second box I drew has way more people in it than the first box. So I'll just have to keep playing with this. I'm going to be very distracted now as I'm trying to do a talk show and 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 uh, drawing district congressional district lines here. I got to go back to the lacrosse blue here and I got to I got to get the population. So it gives you a population idea and I wonder if if there's a line here. So I wonder if you have to hit. It says seven hundred ten thousand. So the ideal population would be seven hundred ten thousand, I guess. So I'm trying to get each of these counties up to seven hundred ten thousand, which is interesting. Uh, libertarian guy. Oh man, libertarian guy is sending me uh, books now. He he did say with uh, Sally called earlier. Uh, 
she she said essentially what where what we are allowing at this point if if people don't want to get the vaccine they don't have to get it well that's that's where we're at but it's just weird that um we have politicians that need to come out and say it's just a weird thing for for politicians to like come out and say what do you care if i get the vaccine or not um right but the idea here is that we, we probably should be pushing for it so that we can get back to normal. The idea that we can't push for people getting the vaccine is is kind of funny. And if you if you're you know hesitant about getting the vaccine, I'll tell you, I went home for the weekend a couple of weekends ago, and uh, a lot of people that I talked to didn't feel like getting the vaccine. I am a week away from from the I think it's called the efficacy of the vaccine being. Uh, full being full efficacy. I don't. I don't even know. I might be making up words, but I'm. I got. I got the second shot last Tuesday. I didn't have any side effects except for where I got the shot. That arm, if I lifted it, felt a little weird. A couple hours later, but I think it was just weird because maybe someone stuck a needle in my arm. But other than that, I didn't have any side effects. I don't think. I mean. Maybe they were. Maybe I did, and they were so mild that I, I didn't notice them. But I didn't. I didn't really feel like I had any side effects. So, and so in a week, I'll be. I'll be good to go. I can go run around without a mask on, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where we're. All, that's what. That, that's that's the idea here. Is that the, the the funny thing about uh, we want to make that we want to make arguments about whether or not people uh, have the choice of getting a vaccine. That's fine. Uh, I would get it. And then, and then you know, the the other thing is these vac- what they're calling vaccine passports, which we already have. If you want to go overseas or to other countries, you have to have certain vaccinations. But the but but then people are so against having a, a vaccine passport. But could you imagine if you got vaccinated, and then you could go to your work or you could go to a store and show them your vaccine card? Or maybe you get it on a, on your phone or something, and just be like, "Hey, I'm vaccinated. Here's here's the the card." Um, I don't know how they would make this legit because want, as soon as that starts happening, then there's going to be a black market for fake vaccine cards, and then everyone's going to have a fake vaccine card, right? So this would never work. But imagine a world where you could have a vaccine card that nobody could duplicate, and anywhere you went, it would be able to. Uh, it, it would be legit. Like a fake one wouldn't work. I don't know how you would do that. We can't even do that with driver's license. Um, but but then it would be nice, right, to be able to go to work and be like, hey, I'm vaccinated. I guess you probably could. I, I, I proposed this question the other day, or the other day, today when I'm back. I've, I've brought this question up because I'm kind of wondering where we're going to be here as, uh, as, as a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Um, can we... Can we start as people that are, you know, like you're going to have to be able to trust your, like here, we're going to be pretty trustworthy of everyone that we work with, uh, except for stealing my sandwich meat out of the refrigerator. Um, but at some point, you know, hey, I'm vaccinated. It's been, it's been the, the time needed after the second shot. Um, can I, can I do some of the things that we traditionally have done with the show by bringing other people who are vaccinated into the studio so we can talk? We could still wear masks in and out of the studio, but imagine other people that have to wear masks all the time. Um, if they had some kind of proof that that showed that they're vaccinated, and uh, you could do that as a society, have proof that you can go into a store or something like that, or show your work, and then you don't have to wear a mask. That would be that would be great, right? 
Uh, that would be that would be a nice thing. Uh, I think uh, get these people on hold just so they can hear that they're on hold. But number three is calling in. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. Number three. I've had both shots. Yeah, you have. Whoa. Sounds like there's a whole bunch of people talking in your background. Yeah, I don't know what button that is. To I don't know. How's that? Is that better? No. No, I don't know. Sounds like a basketball game or something. Yeah, I got, you know what? I probably got ESPN on in the background or something. Um, I don't know what button that is. What if I did this? How's that? Motor racing. <laughs> it's motor racing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you can you talk and listen to that in the background or not? Well, I, I can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. Is that any like it, what I got to do now? Yeah, probably. Something like that. Okay, anyway, I hear you got uh, troubles with your uh, plumbing at your house in your uh, bathroom. Well, not the plumbing, is the floor leaks. <laughs> so the floor. Okay, well, isn't your dad is a good uh, mechanic. He should be able to do a little carpenter work for you. Well, nope, he's a mechanic, not a carpenter. <laughs> he doesn't have a roofer's car that covers no, everything? I don't think, and he probably doesn't want to do that either. But yeah, he's, he, yep, not, not a thing that my dad would, uh, would want to do. I could, if, you know, if, uh, this guy Mitch wasn't mayor, he would probably be able to help me, but he's got this new job. Oh, yeah, Mitch. Well, he's got a new suit now. He doesn't want to get dirty. <laughs> yeah, he's got this new job, so I don't even think I can ask him because in the past he's helped me with stuff like this. But, uh, yeah, yeah this okay. new gig that All he's right. got. Well, I'll tell you what you do. When you go to remodel it, don't let your girlfriend pick out the stuff because they got a different taste for stuff than what men do. Okay. They'll, they'll spend more money. You know, you're lucky if you get by for, oh, say, 5000 Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. If yeah. I wasn't so busy being retired, I'd come over and fix that for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I hear that. Uh, yeah, I get that. That was a joke. I got it. So busy being retired. Um, yeah, I don't know what is up with the phone line. I'm, I could say I, I'm going to text my engineer. What button on the board might be sending racing or, or sports uh, down the phone line? I don't have if, if if a problem. I don't know how to solve problems until they arise, and this problem hasn't arisen enough. I'm more of a learn by example guy, so and this problem hasn't arisen enough to, to uh, for me to to be able to solve it. But I'll bring a. I'll 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 hold I'll put you guys on hold for a minute here and see if he texts me back, and then they'll yell they'll both the engineers will yell at me for not knowing this already, but we'll we'll just we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, uh, Bill texts in Rick. Imagine a world where you can get an idea for a vaccine, but amazingly you can't get IDs for voting. Imagine that if you will. Um, yeah, it's not a when you when you get the if you go in to vote if they would just give you if you would be registered already that that would be that would be fine um yeah and we we can't uh there would be fake ids right there would be fake vaccine identifications so um there's also penalties for people that that vote illegally and they're pretty severe and the idea that if you and it's always funny that like we want to make the the voting argument with the IDs, but it's but if you if you're gonna cast your one vote illegally, I had a friend that was gonna do this. He he told me he's gonna vote for Mitch for mayor. I think was the deal, and and I was like, I know where he lives. I'm like, you don't you know you don't live in Lacrosse. I think he was thinking Lacrosse County, and I've told this story before. But he's like, 
Yeah, I, I I I lived in Lacrosse in the city for a while. I probably still have. I could still use that old address, or maybe you had an old ID from that area. And I was like, all right, but you know, the penalty is pretty severe, and they're going to know that you don't live there anymore. The penalty is pretty severe uh, for voting out of your district, so to speak, uh, voting for mayor when you don't live in Lacrosse anymore. And then he he kind of came came around and, and was like. Yeah, sorry. I uh, I honestly just was thinking Lacrosse County, not the city of Lacrosse. Um, so that was that was interesting. I didn't get a reply here. So, um, um, what what could be getting sent down the the aisle? But I'll bring Gary on. Gary, you're gonna have to put up with whatever's going on in your background that I can't hear. If you're there, that's okay. Can okay. you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. I just there's something in the background that you're gonna hear that I don't that's know. Fine. So go ahead, Gary. That's fine. I uh, wanted to comment about the second shot you got. Uh, Rick, you're going to have to still wear the mask. I really don't believe we're going to beat this thing. Uh, not with what I'm hearing and uh, not with what, I mean, look, look at what Fauci is saying about it. Um, I know a lot of people that have got the second shot. They don't, doesn't mean a thing. Uh, as far as wearing a mask, I hope it works. But even Biden is talking about the possibility of another pandemic. I can't remember his exact words. But I don't think you're going to beat this. All right. That's very grim, Gary. Thanks for the call. Um, Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I I would say um, we're going to probably, the longer this lives, the more it mutates. I think we've heard about the double mutation now. So eventually, like, the, the vaccine is not going to be able to keep up with the mutations. The longer we let the virus hang around, we all become virus experts in the last year. I understand that. And this is another one of those aisles that, like, hey, look at me. But I, I talked to Chris Mayen at Viterbo, who's an immunologist, who's, who's talked to us the last time I was on, I think. And he, he talked about that as well. But I think what we're going to see is we're just going to have to get the vaccine every year or maybe every two years. I think he predicted every two years, uh, like a booster shot, right? Uh, all right, I got to take one more quick break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. We got a couple of calls here. I think they both want to talk about the vaccine a little bit or the COVID. Uh, Scott's calling in. Scott, go ahead. You're on the air, man. Hey, um, I'm not sure. You know, my wife has got the vaccine. My son took the vaccine. Um, I work with uh, people that are in, that have vaccine knowledge, and nobody can explain to certain doctors that I work with why you need to get antibodies if you already have natural antibodies. This, Some people have had it. They have antibodies. You don't need to. This is where I don't know, and it's a, a fine line, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do it yet or not. Yeah, you, you essentially, you've had COVID already, and now you don't know if you need the vaccine because you've already had the virus. Well, and only because it's an RDNA, I believe, changer. This is something different that some of these virologists aren't even talking about, and it can change the way that your body fights. Further right. viruses in the future, supposedly. Yeah. All right, Scott. I got to go. I want to get Joe in here. He's Joe. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, most uh, countries, industrialized nations, have four or five different versions of the coronavirus ready to go. So we're never going to get rid of it until everybody denounces uh, voting Republican and denounces that they ever voted for Trump. Otherwise. The Democrats in China will just keep releasing different versions of it. All right, Democratic China. 
is going to release versions. Democrats in China? I thought we were communist China. Socialist China? Uh, Joe's still playing the, Joe's still running the party line that the uh, the virus is, uh, well, all the mutations and it's all manufactured in China, which maybe it is. I mean, this still doesn't mean you can't get the vaccine, right? I mean, China's probably working with Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson, right? So that they keep, keep raking in uh, vaccine money from our tax dollars. <laughs> all right, I got to go. We'll do, uh, we'll do this all over tomorrow. Thanks.